be mine. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another special episode of Equity Mates, where we are searching for Australia's next top trader. We're a podcast that breaks down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going, bro? I'm good, Bryce. How are you? Good, good. Cracking through this competition, really enjoying it, loving seeing how everyone is performing. Got some great questions coming in, so... Hit us up at contact at equitymates.com if you have any questions regarding anything to do with the competition. And also, uh, you can find us on all social media channels. But Ren, this is going to be a cracker of an episode because it's something that we really struggled with as beginners back a few years ago when we started investing. And that is all of the jargon that is out there in the investing world. There are so many acronyms and terminology used that's just you know, it's impossible sometimes to get your head around. You don't really understand it. J- investing jargon sucks. We certainly hated it. And it's one of the reasons we started Equity Mates. Yeah, I reckon it, it's it's the most common thing that people say when, I, when you know, they find out we do this podcast is, oh, I just don't understand investing. And really, when it comes down to it, like investing is a pretty simple concept. It's buying companies. But with all the jargon and stuff, it becomes so complicated and convoluted and, you know, like there are people whose whole livelihoods depend on people thinking that they can't understand it themselves and that they need someone to do it for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's definitely, there's definitely reason for the jargon and there's definitely like financial advice is great, but there are some people that take advantage of it and make it more complicated than it needs to be. Absolutely. So, Ren, what we're going to do in this episode and a few uh, over the next couple of days is really break down some of the jargon for our competitors, uh, for you guys listening out there, because we want to really um, help you guys in this trading competition understand what you're looking at, what you're reading, and give you the ability to, I guess, ask some deeper questions. We're not going to be able to go through every single term. We have a glossary, equitymates.com forward slash glossary, where you can go and have a look at uh, some of the terms that we don't address. But what we're going to do is break it down into themes. We're going to look at some of the jargon that you will come across when you're trying to understand the market, some of the jargon that you'll come across um, in terms of key trading terms, um, and then also some of the jargon you will come across when you're trying to understand a bit more detail about what's going on at your company. So, Ren, let's start with understanding the market. So, we're trading in the US. There's going to be a lot of S&P 500s, NASDAQ, bonds, asset, bull, bear. So, let's start with NYSE and NASDAQ or NASDAQ. Yeah. So, very simply, they're the two major stock exchanges in America. NYSE stands for New York Stock Exchange. Notable because if you win this competition, you will be visiting there. So, very important that you understand that acronym. And then NASDAQ is another uh, stock exchange in America that has a lot more technology-focused businesses. Now, to understand what a stock exchange is, it is simply the place where 
people go to exchange their stock in companies where they go to buy and sell uh, companies. So think about it back in the day before computers or even before phones. It was a physical building where people would trade their shares in companies. Now a lot of it's done online or over the phone, but these organizations still are the organizations that regulate the buying and selling of the companies that are listed with them. So between the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ, the US market is the biggest in the world. And all of these companies that you'll be very familiar with, Walmart, Amazon, Facebook, Nike, Disney, are either listed on one or the other of those two. Yeah. So here's a question. Someone who is investing in the S&P 500, where does that fall between New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ or is there a distinction? So in for that one, there isn't. The S&P 500 is just the 500 biggest companies on either of those two exchanges. Yeah. So if it so happens that at one point in time, the 500 biggest are all on the NASDAQ, then it will be those 500. But it generally is a split between the two. And there is just, it doesn't matter which exchange they're traded on. For people who are trading on stake, it also doesn't matter which one they're trading on. You can buy and sell them in exactly the same way through stake. Mm. Nice. Okay. So that's NYSE, New York Stock Exchange, and the NASDAQ. What else do we have, Ren? We've got bull and bear market. You're a bit of an animal lover, so why don't you uh, why don't you tell us this one? <laughs> okay, so a bull and a bear market. Broadly speaking, it's discussing the overall mood and direction that the market is going. So bull, we're talking about investors are feeling pumped up, they're charging, they're feeling energetic and quite positive about the market, and as a result, they're investing into the market, pouring money in, and we see a bull market that is going essentially in an upward trend direction over a period of time. And we have just been in one of the longest bull markets in history in the US um, since the bottom of the GFC in 2008, 2009. Uh, The market has been in an absolute bull market tearing up and up and up over the sort of the last 10 years. And there's some debate about whether we're reaching the top of that bull market and about to head into a bear market. And that is essentially where investors start to feel a bit more concerned about overall economic conditions and they start questioning the investments they're in and sometimes then leads to them drawing out their money, going to cash. And as a result, the direction of the market trends downward over a period of time. And that's what we call a bear market. And so that's pretty much all there is to know broadly speaking, about bull and bear market, unless you have anything to add, Ren? No, I think that was a good description. There are some other terms that you might hear in the course of trading. So, should we just uh, rip through them quickly or should we yeah, sure. mention yeah. some and refer them to our website? No, let's, um, let's do it. Okay, so one that you might hear is asset and you might be confused where that fits in. An asset is a broad term that includes your stocks or it could also be if you own gold, if you own real estate, if you own bonds, which we'll explain in one sec, uh, they are all different types of assets. They're just, yeah, they're things that you you can own and that will fluctuate in value over time. You know, uh, a painting 
is an asset just like a share is. So it's just a broad term. It's an, um, it's an umbrella term. I've mentioned bonds. Now, there are ways that you can buy bonds through ETFs on the platform. We explained what ETFs were in a previous episode, so we won't go over it again, but if you're unsure, listen to that episode. Um, but bonds are really ways for companies or governments to raise debt. So if, if you think about, if you buy a share, you're an investor in the company, you've given that company money to then spend and you got a portion of the company in return. Another way you can invest in a company is you can basically loan the company money as an investor and the, the company will say, we'll pay you some interest and then we'll give you your money back in you know X number of years. And if you do that, then you have a company's bond. So you might hear that and people make a lot of money trading bonds. So that's that's a good one to understand. It's just a different way of investing in the company. You're investing in the company's debt if you own a bond. And then one last one that is important to understand the market is interest rates. That is, you know, the same way that you earn interest on your money in the bank, companies pay interest on their debt and banks uh, make money by loaning out money with interest it's a really important rate that sort of sets the tone for the economy. When interest rates are low, businesses will borrow a lot and then they'll spend a lot and the economy will, you know, the idea is that it stimulates the economy. When interest rates are high, companies don't want to borrow because it's expensive to borrow, so it might slow down, you know, an overheated economy in a way. So those three, last three terms aren't as important, but you might hear them and you might you know, want to clarify what they are. I know we've ripped through them, but you, as Bryce said earlier, you can jump on our website and uh, read all about them. Nice, Ren. So next episode, we will be doing Pardon the Jargon and looking at some of the key trading terms that you're likely to come across. Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation. Take with your mind.